You know, I, I'm, I will get to um, the things that I brought back from Winter Bible Seminar, and, but tonight I'm just going to redirect some things that might take a week or two. Uh, but um, I want to talk to you about how to answer the spirit of fear when it comes. Because right now, there, there is a media that is trying and is pumping the world filled with fear. And, and that's not a spirit that we need to take kindly to. So how do we answer the spirit of fear? Now, I'm going to get into a lot of word tonight. Are you ready? We're going to get into the word because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Whenever God shows up, the spirit of fear goes. He shows up and he says, fear not. This morning, I have a little mark here because I had to go to the uh, place where they draw blood because I have a, a checkup on Monday. And I'm telling you what, I, I came into that big old facility. It looked like apocalypse. I mean, everybody had these Darth Vader masks on. And I'm t they were just like, this one lady, God bless her, she didn't want to touch any door. She, she said, you know, I, I ran out of my squirt. So she pulled out of her pocket this, this uh, you know, these little thingies, the, the hand wipes that, that'll kill germs too. I said, well, I'll just follow you then. <laughs> yeah. So she, she was opening the door, and I would just go right on in, and then... Then I noticed she was going toward the elevators. I said, that's great. She said, yeah, I got one for that too. And then she went there. And, and, and you know what? We're not making light of things happening. But you know what? We don't need to yield to the spirit of fear about the coronavirus, you know, and it's statistically, you know, way lower than the virus or the flu virus. And, and I mean... Campuses are shutting down. They're doing online classes. They're not going to be able to let people see the ACC tournament. There's just all kinds of stuff that, uh, and, and certainly you want to err on the safe side, but thank you for coming tonight. You know, I was like, good Lord, is anybody going to be at church tonight? I was like, good Lord, I almost didn't want to come myself. No, I, no, I just, no, no, no. I've learned this, and we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. But I've learned that anything that begins to instill fear in my life, I shut it off right now. I know that we don't need to be an ostrich, you know, just, just hiding ourselves in the sand or whatever like that. We need to be aware of our surroundings. I get it. Um, but we don't need to yield to something that's not of God. We can use wisdom, but I believe God wants us to assemble. Hello. And uh, so let's talk about that tonight because the media, it's pumping massive amounts of fearful information out to the public, just massive. Now, there's a scripture that, that is in reference to the end times, and uh, it, it's a really, really good time to be faithful to your local church. It's a really, really good time to connect with the family of God like never before because you're going to need connection, and you're going to need people to navigate with you through good times, through challenging times, when a virus, whatever times, and we can encourage each other and stand on the Word and get through things because God is for us. But we need to look at Luke chapter 21 and verse 25. And some of the stuff going on are just signs of the times, signs of the end times where Jesus is coming back soon. You say, well, they've been saying that for a while. Well, we're closer than then. We're closer now than we were then. 
right? But Luke 21 verse 25 says, there will be signs in the sun and moon and stars and upon the earth. Listen, see if it doesn't describe today's world. There will be distress, trouble, anguish of nations and bewilderment. I mean, if you should, it, it, it really looked so sad this morning. I'm walking amongst these people. They're going like this and they're one's you know, washing their hands, and, and the other one's hiding behind someone else, so someone else isn't breathing on them, and, and, and I wasn't so keen on getting so close to some of them myself. <laughs> but anyway, we, we don't want to yield to that, right? I said, right? But you see all this bewilderment, perplexity, not even knowing what to do, without resources, left wanting, embarrassed, in doubt, not knowing which way to turn. Wow, what a picture of the world we're facing. At the roaring of an echo of the tossing of the sea, men swooning away or expiring. Why? Why? It's affecting their health because of the fear and dread and apprehension and expectation of the things that are coming on the world. Man, don't make me stop already and say, but God. But God. But we have, see, the, the world is vying for your ear just like God is, is, is saying, have an ear to hear what I'm saying more than what you have an ear to hear what the world's saying. Pay attention. Use wisdom, but we're going to go with what God's saying, right? Verse, 21, or verse 27 says, and then they will see the sun. No, I skipped that, didn't I? Let's go to verse 26 again. Men swimming away and, or expiring with fear of dread and apprehension and expectation of the things that are coming on the world. For the very powers of the heavens will be shaken and caused to totter. I'm so glad I know Jesus. I said, I'm so glad I know Jesus. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm just thanking God. He's my Savior, and I'm saved. He's my healer, and I'm healed. He's my deliverer, and I'm delivered. And He's the one that already took care of fear for me, and I'm delivered from the spirit of fear. Man, in face of that kind of stuff, you ought to be talking to yourself. You know, you got to deal with your self-talk. How are you talking to yourself? You might say that's a psychological term. It certainly is, but it determines whether you're going to win or it's going to determine whether you lose. Is your self-talk, how are, you, how are you encouraging yourself in the Lord? Are you just buying into all this stuff and repeating what the world's saying? Your, your, your tongue is a rudder now, don't forget that. And then, here he is, he's coming soon. And then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with the great transcendent and overwhelming power and all his kingly glory, majesty, and splendor. Now, when these things begin to occur, come on and look up. And lift up your heads because your redemption, your deliverance is drawing near. Jesus is coming back soon. And even signs like this going over in the media and all the just turmoil in the world and, and all kinds of political stuff going on, we just need to pray and we need to have an ear to hear what the Spirit of God is saying more than what the world is trying to feed you. How do we handle this current undertow of fear in the world tonight? I just want to talk about how to answer the spirit of fear. you got to deal with it because it does knock, right? It knocks. I don't know if you're like me, but if anybody knocks on my door, I don't even answer that door because I don't even know who's knocking on my door these days. That's a good thing we can do without even going into some of the points I have tonight. Someone's knocking on your door. If fear knocks on your door, you don't have to answer it. Don't open up your, you know, well, I would say that you don't have to answer. Like, you don't have to open up the door is what I mean. But you're going to have to answer it with what God's saying because fear came to deliver something to you. We don't want to sign up on that package. 
Don't listen to or feed on any person, any preacher. There, 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 there are Christian programs that get you into fear about buying all this material or you will not survive. If it gets that bad, I mean, I just believe God's going to rapture us. And if it gets that bad and you got all the goods, people come into your house. And you can't keep them back. But I thank God he, he fed the children of Israel manna and quail. and Plus, we know a lot of church members here have a lot of land. And I know whose house I'm going to. I'm going to lose. I'm going to gain weight at that, at that person's house. Y'all probably know who I'm thinking about. But anyway, 2 Timothy, let's look at that. Because don't listen to or feed on any person, any preacher, any place, or anything that tries to put fear on you. I, I, I do like to watch, well, I, I try to watch as much news as I can. I, I, I get the first 20 minutes in, 20, 30 minutes almost, because then the, the rest of the night is just a blender. Or just a, just a washing machine, just says something the same way, just different angle or whatever. So 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For God did not give us a spirit of timidity or fear. God didn't give us a spirit of being a coward, of craving and cringing and fawning fear. Say it with me, God didn't give me a spirit of fear. So I reject anything that would try to bring fear in my life. It's a spirit of fear. You got to raise up with the Word of God and speak to that thing. And you can't just think it away. You got to get the Word in your heart and speak it out of your mouth, and it'll make it go away. The Word of God is more powerful than any spirit of fear. But He's given us a spirit of power and of love and a calm and well balanced mind and discipline and self control. So, the first thing how we can answer the spirit of fear is don't listen to and feed on anything that instigates fear in your life. Do you have somebody on the job that, that is up on every news thing and always tries to come and talk to you about that thing? That's not a blessing. How do you handle that? Say, I got to go get a drink of water. See, I don't want to be rude, but this, I'm not going to hang around your doubt and unbelief and fear. Remember I told you on Sunday, you're the average of the five people you hang around. If you're, if you're hanging around a bunch of people of unbelief, you, you're just the average of them. I like to hang around people that know the truth. We understand what's going on in the world, but that, that makes us, you know, feed on the Word of God in these areas that much more. Man, I tell you what, I, I've been around people these days that have been so darn callous, it, it scared me. Callous to the ways of God, callous to the Spirit of God, callous to the corrections of God. I've literally gotten so scared. I said, oh my God, I'm going to get before your face, and I'm just going to make sure I have sensitivity of my heart. I was talking to my wife about that. For some ways and some things that I've seen lately, it's absolutely scared me. That's a healthy scare. That's a spirit of honoring and, and, and being centered before God. Oh my goodness. But we need to keep our ear to the ground of the Word of God. Listen to and feed on the things that put faith in you, that put joy in you, that give you a hope and a future. How do you answer the spirit of fear when it knocks? Sometimes you got to cut off that friend. 
If they won't stop talking, you just kind of say, excuse me, I, I've, pretend you got a phone call. <laughs> no, I don't want to manipulate or lie, but I, I get out of situations like that. Whenever something's drawing me negatively, I find my way out of that situation quickly. I do. I can handle a lot, but when something starts drawing on me negatively, I know when enough's enough, and I've got to get out of that situation. Now, I'm going to go over to Proverbs chapter 4, and I want us to particularly look and see how God's trying to get our attention to listen to His Word. He that has an ear to hear, what is God saying tonight? You better, you better cut off those people, places, things, TV show, radio, CD, whatever that's trying to instigate the spirit of fear in your life, and you got to turn that around and start hanging around with people that will instill faith and encouragement, and if God before us, who can be against us? And no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Come on. If God is in us and with us and for us, He's going to see us through. He keeps us. He, shout, he shelters us. He covers us. That's what I want to talk about tonight. We're going to go out here prepared. We're going to realize, wait a minute, I've been listening to too much negativity, and I better turn that around positively. Proverbs chapter 4, verse, verse 1, it says, hear. What's that first word? Hear. This is God speaking here. Hear. It's the Proverbs, inspired words from God. Hear, my sons. Hear what? Hear my instructions like a father. I'm trying to get your to pay attention. Pay attention to me. And you'll gain and you'll know intelligent discern, discernment and comprehension. And you'll, you'll, you'll learn what the interpretation of spiritual matters are. Listen to me. Give your ear to me because I'm going to give you good teaching, good doctrine. Listen, there, there's not one sermon that should put a wrong spirit of fear in you. And anybody who does, it, it yield to a wrong spirit. I like to put faith in people. I like to put joy in people. I like to put peace in people. And his name is what? Jesus. And he gave us, he gave us his name to, to fend off the power of the enemy, which is God, greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. But we got to step up and answer that, that knocking of the spirit of fear on our door. And what are we going to do? In the name of Jesus, I rebuke that. And faith in that name causes that thing to be uprooted and out the door. I don't let negativity in my house. I don't let ne negativity in my life. I don't let ne negativity in the staff here. No. God is on our side. Come on. I give you good doctrine. In other words, listen to me. I, I'm, I'm trying to give you what is to be received. There's things to be received, and there's things to be rejected. And whatever the situation that you might be facing, you got to find the Word of God on it and get it in your heart and get it in your heart and get it in your heart and speak it out of your mouth and speak it out of your mouth and speak it out of your mouth. Remember, Dad Hagen taught us you got to teach on three times more on the speaking part of faith than on the believing part of faith. Because we're, we're, you know, what happens first when you're faced with something? You've got to make sure the word's in your heart, but you're speaking it consistently out of your mouth. Even when things get positive, it's still good to make good, basic Word of God statements and truthful statements over your life. It helps build you up for the challenging times that will be coming. We're in the end time hour. Don't, don't get afraid of it. We're, we're well able to overcome, Right? 
I give you good doctrine. I give you what's to be received. Don't forsake my teaching. Come on, did you fall in love with the word of faith? Did you fall in love with the authority of the believer? Did you fall in love with power and authority in the name of Jesus? Did you fall in love with the word of faith where you spoke the word of God over your life and over your family and over your church? Did you fall in love with the blood of Jesus? We overcome by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of our testimony. Come on, did you, did you forget about being refilled with the Holy Spirit with power that can help us overcome any, any attack that's in the world? Did you forget about the peace that passes all understanding? Did you figure out by the joy of the Lord, which is your strength. Come on, come on, come on. Did you forget about putting the praise of God on your lips and changing the environment about where you are? Someone's got to do it. Might, be, might as well be you. I can contain my own environment, my own house, and I want you guys to, to, to answer that, that fear with faith, with what God says about it. My goodness, there's so much word here. Uh, skip down to verse 10. Let's go down to verse 10 because there's just, I was going to read you a whole chapter, but, but I don't have that much time. Oh, my goodness. But he's saying, here we go, verse 10. Here, here, listen to me, son. Listen to me, daughter. Receive what I'm saying. Receive the word. Receive what God says about this, and the years of your life will, will be few. Is that what it said? Come on, tell that person next to you, you better get used to me. I'm going to be hanging around here for a long time, long time. Say it again. Here, listen to me now. What you hear makes all the difference in the world. In, in, in the New Testament, over and over again, you'll see people went to hear Jesus and to be healed. You had to hear what he had to say before you could enter into the healing part. Because faith comes by hearing. Whatever you're listening to the most right now is what you're the most faithful right now in your life. Man, I get serious when I'm going through something. I, I'm so I have a serious lace in me anyway. But but I get when when I watch people and I was confronted with a situation recently and I was like, oh my gosh, I am so concerned. I hit a I I. I I felt like Moses hitting the deck, starting to pray for that situation because of how insensitive and ignorant the situation was. What does that tell me? Oh, my goodness. Oh, God, I'm going to bow before my Father. I'm going to get quiet. I'm going to get alone. I'm going to take a walk with God, and I'm going to go ahead and make sure I have all layers off me. If there's any layers in my life, I'm going to be sensitive to God because, man, I don't want to get to the, like that. Come on, how many, have ever, how many have ever seen someone in your life or family or, or just in your workplace that have missed it so bad, they're in such bad shape, and it just sobers you up like, except for the grace of God, there go I. Come on, are you hearing God tonight? Listen to me, listen to me. If you listen to what I say, the years of your life, it, it, it'll be many. Verse 23, let's skip all the way down there. It says, keep and guard your heart. Uh, skip up to verse 20. My son, tend to my words. Consent and submit to what I'm saying. Don't let them depart from your eyes. Keep these words in the center of your heart because they're life to those that find them and they're healing and health to all their flesh. 
Verse 23, keep and guard your heart with all vigilance and above all that you guard, for out of your heart flow the springs of life. And you better watch what you say because it says, put away from you false and dishonest speech and willful and contrary talk. Put far from you. Let your eyes look straight on. Mind your own business. Come on with fixed purpose. Let your gaze be straight before you, right on God and what he's saying about the matter. Consider well the path of your feet. Let your ways be established and ordered aright. Turn not aside to the right hand or to the left. Remove your foot from evil. Listen. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit of God is saying tonight. Answer the spirit of fear with the spirit of faith. Say it with me. I have the spirit of faith. I have a tender spirit. I'm quick to repent. I'm quick to forgive. I'm quick to make adjustments. How do we answer the spirit of fear? Feed your faith and starve your doubts. Psalm 34 verse 1 says, I will bless the Lord except for when the coronavirus is happening. No, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her bow. I just start bragging on God. Look, I, I dare you to tell me one time God let you down. He never has. He never will. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. He's always a present help in the time of trouble. He will meet every need according to his riches and glory, according to his word that you stand in agreement. If, if, if something didn't happen Godward side, it wasn't his fault. How can you fault someone who's perfect, who's just, who's omnipotent, who's all, who's all knowing? He's awesome. So watch blaming God because he might speak to you like a whirlwind and set you straight real quick where you start repenting and get a hold of yourself by the nap of the neck. There was a, there was a man, Job, Job, boy, he started questioning God and different things, and then all of a sudden God spoke up in a whirlwind and said, Job, Okay, so where were you when I created the heavens and when I created the earth? Where were you when I created the water and all the, 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 those animals and, and all the, you know, come on, where were you in the beginning when I did all this? Come on now. If you're so smart, why don't you tell me how to do it? He who has the ear, let him hear what the Spirit of God is saying. Hebrews 2.14, come on, say it with me, I have a spirit of faith. Hebrews 2.14 says, for as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he, Jesus, also himself likewise took part of the same. Why? That through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil, and also deliver them, talking about all of us who used to have the spirit of, the, you know, fear of death, but he broke that off our life. I heard one minister say, it's when, you, it's when you get free from the spirit of fear that you can begin to freely live this life and enjoy it. As a Christian, we've done all the dying we're going to do, and we know we've talked about that in the past. In other words, our spirit simply slips out of our body, and we go into the presence of the Lord. John 14, 27 says, Jesus said, peace. Come on, feed your faith, starve your doubts. Jesus said, listen, peace I leave with you, my peace. The very same peace Jesus had. He said, listen, I'm giving you the peace. Now, imagine, have you ever, can you ever imagine Jesus having a panic attack? He had the peace of God, not to say that he wasn't, 
It's don't be shameful if you ever had that. I've had that challenge with that before, and I overcame it. When something tried to really startle me or something like that or, or anxiety. How many have ever, can you just picture Jesus having just a lot of anxiety and stress? Why not? Because he had peace. He's the Prince of Peace. And that very same peace, do you remember when he said, let's go to the other side? He went and took a nap, and, and they got in a major storm. He could sleep right in the middle of a storm because he had peace. And that's the same peace God's given us to deal with storms in our life and storms of the world. Feed your faith. Starve your doubts. He said, peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. So because I've given you peace, now it's your choice. Don't let your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. These are good things to read and get into your heart right before you go to sleep at night so you're well equipped with anything that would try to cause you to be an uneasy or make sure your heart's right. But, uh, but you know, there's some times, you, you know, if you're having some anxious things come at you, well, it's so good to have the Word just going right into your sleep just to keep, just to keep it in your heart, keep it in your mouth. And, and you could just praise Jesus. You could just sing in the Spirit. You could just pray in the Spirit, and, 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 and you could praise your way to sleep. Speak the Word of God to your way to sleep and rest. Feed your faith. Starve your doubts. Don't listen and feed on any person, any preacher, any place, anything that tries to put fear in you. Say with me, I'm free from fear in the name of Jesus. Consciously yield to the peace that Jesus gave us, His personal peace that He walked in. Thank God for that peace. Do you remember when you received Jesus and and, and you were saved, that there was just a sense of peace that came into your life. I was watching, I like to watch biographies sometimes, and you can only watch some biographies sometimes because then it gets in, into the drugs, and the, if they don't have God, they get into the, the drugs and all the kind of vices that, that you, do, you don't want to look at or listen to, right? It's just sad because they have no peace. And, and they, they sing songs of, I, I, I just still hadn't found what I'm looking for. Or, or, you know, I did it my way, all the kind of songs, I don't know. But there's just the, the theme of the, thong, the thong, thong, songs out there. <laughs> no, okay. Songs. I am so good at getting in trouble. Hey, by the way, William, how did it feel to get in trouble tonight? Isn't that great? That's how I feel. <laughs> so I set a good example for you? All right, that's, that's, that's all right. All right. But you can't look at that kind of stuff. But, but you see, the theme is they're so, they're so, have a void in their life. And here we have the peace of God that passes all understanding that in every situation in life, we can make it through that storm and still have rest. That takes development, though, because the Word of God says we walk by faith and not by what we see. We walk by faith and not by what we feel. We walk by faith and not by the circumstances. We walk by faith, and we don't walk by the storms that, are, that, are, that are, we see in the horizon. We walk by faith and not by our emotions. 
if, if you wake up in the morning, you say, I wonder if I feel like today is going to be a good day. Don't ask your feelings. Right? Smith Wigglesworth used to say it like this. I don't ask my body how it feels today. I tell it how it's going to feel today. You know, I mean, take care of your body and everything, but if you pay too much attention to that kind of stuff, it could just get you in a cycle where the day won't be good. But consciously yield to the peace that Jesus gave us, His personal peace that He walked in. God never lied to us, has He? Say with me, I have the peace of God. I yield to the peace of God in my mind, my will, my emotions. I say, storm, peace be still. Circumstances, peace be still. Now remember, how do we keep our minds stayed on the Lord? We find scriptures. We find scriptures that cover those situations. And, and I found myself saying, Holy Spirit, help me. Help me manage my thought life. I need your help. I need your help to manage my thought. I need your help to manage my self-talk. Oh, God is faithful. Jesus would never tell us something to do that we could not do. Let me just give you a final thought here tonight. Come on, how are you going to answer the door to the thought, your thought life? Right? 2 Corinthians chapter 10 tells us that we're to cast down every imagination. You know, at events, they have what's known as bouncers outside of the event to let people in or, or to not let people in. You're the bouncer to your mind. <laughs> you really are. You determine what you let in, and you determine what you don't let in. That's why we have to know the Word of God more than whatever's coming against us. Psalm 23 says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in what? Green pastures. And he leads me in what? Beside the still waters. That's peace right there. He restores my soul. And he leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And even though I could be walking through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because you're with me. Your rod and your staff, they do what? They comfort me. So say this with me, I will fear no evil. Stand up with me, but don't, don't disconnect from me. Stand up, say with me, I will feel no evil because God's with me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. If God's for me, who can be against me? You might, matter of fact, that's one of the, sometimes at night before I go to bed, I'll, I'll just sort of center my heart on, you know, what would be good to think about tonight before I go to bed? Or before you go to bed, before you go to bed, it might be good to, to, to watch a real good faith-filled sermon. I like to just feed yourself into the right realm. And in the morning, you, you, you're going to put on that word and get the spirit of faith rolling and agree with what's being said and speak it out of your mouth and fellowship with God and and you'll start out and you'll, you'll handle life's challenges and what, what the media tries to throw on you and instigate in your life. Come on. How are you going to answer the spirit of fear? Man, with the spirit of faith. God's given you the spirit of faith. Say it with me, God's for me. Who can be against me? This is the day the Lord has made. I'm going to rejoice. Be glad in it. 
and I am healed by the stripes of Jesus. No weapon, no weapon, no weapon formed against me or my family or my church family or the leaders that we oversee over the ministries that we oversee or our leaders. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. I mean, how does that impact to you? Come on, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Say it with me, I don't believe in defeat. I'm more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. I have the mind of Christ. Tell the person next to you, you're getting older naturally, but you're getting sharper spiritually. Oh, man. Uh, oh, yes. Say, I am sharp. I have the mind of Christ. I'm getting sharper and sharper every day. The longer I live, the more valuable I am. I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus. I'm blessed of God. I'm highly favored. Everything I do prospers. No evil can touch me. I'm not letting fear in. I resist you fear in Jesus' name. Let me pray this prayer. Father, we just pray Psalm 91 over our families, over Misty, Hannah, and Joseph, Mom, Judy, and Mom, and, 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 and Sal, and Dad, and Vicki, and, and the Hardens, the Coins, and Neils. And I pray the Psalm 91 over this household of faith, every infant, child, youth, and adult here at Harvest Church. We pray this over all of our domain, all of our family, all of the Southeast region, over our leaders. And Father, we pray and we thank you that we dwell in the secret place of the Most High. We remain stable, fixed under the shadow of the Almighty whose power no foe can withstand. Come on, we are dwelling in the secret place tonight. Come on, we're dwelling. We're speaking that word over our family, over our relatives, over this household of faith. And the word says, I will say, not be silent, I will say of the Lord, you are my refuge, you are our fortress, you are our God. On you we lean on, we rely on, we confidently trust. For then we, you will deliver us from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. I thank you for covering us with your feathers and under your wings we trust and find refuge, your truth and your faithfulness are a shield and a buckler. I thank you, Father, you shall, we are not afraid for the terror by night. We're not afraid for the arrow that flies by the day or evil plots or slanders, nor the pestilence that stalks in darkness, nor the destruction and sudden death that surprise and lay waste at noonday. A thousand shall fall at my side, 10,000 at our right hand, but it shall not come near our dwelling. And Father, we say that on behalf of every virus, coronavirus, you're cursed and removed concerning our domain and concerning where we are in the name of Jesus, concerning where you've called us to be as a ministry. We cover this area in the name of Jesus. We speak against you in Jesus' name. We curse you at its roots. A thousand shall fall at our side. Ten thousand and our right hand, but it shall not come near us. Only a spectator shall we be, inaccessible in the secret place of the Most High, as we witness the reward of the wicked. My goodness. And because we've made you, Lord, our refuge in Most High, our dwelling place, no evil shall befall any of us. Come on, say it with us. No evil shall befall any of us. 
Oh, thank you, Father. No plague or calamity shall come near our tent. God, I thank you for giving your angels a special charge over us to accompany us, to defend us, to preserve us wherever we are, wherever we go. They bear us up in their hands lest we dash our foot against a stone. I thank you, Father. We tread upon a lion and the adder. The young lion and serpent we trample under our feet because we've made our set our love upon you, God. I thank you for delivering us, for setting us on high because we know and understand your name. We have a personal knowledge of your mercy, of your love, of your kindness. We trust you. We rely on you. God, you're our source. Come on, let's say that. God, you're my source. We call upon you. You answer us. You're with us in trouble. You deliver us. You honor us. And with long life, you satisfy us and show us your salvation. Thank you, God, for helping us to answer fear with the spirit of faith. Thank you for it, God. Let's just praise him a little bit before we leave. Father, we just praise you, and we honor you, and we love you. Thank you for the truth. Thank you for the truth, God. Thank you for the truth. Thank you that set us free. Continue in my word. You're my disciples indeed. You'll know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Thank you for your truth. Thank you for your word. Thank you for, the shelter, for, for, this, for this hiding place. We abide under the shelter of the Almighty God. Thank you for that peace that passes all understanding. Oh, God, and help us. Wherever we go, wherever we have to go, help us to be peacemakers. Help us to bring peace wherever we are. Display it so much that people will want what we have. And we'll be quick to give you all the honor and all the glory and all the power and the praise and dominion. In the name of Jesus, we all agree by saying amen and amen. Do you know what to do? You answer that spirit of fear with the spirit of faith every time. The word says submit to God, resist the devil, and he'll flee from you every time. Right? One translation, actually one definition of that word flee means run from you as in terror. That name is more powerful than anything that has a name would ever come against us. If you don't know anything to say, what are you going to say? Just say the name, Jesus. Amen. Well, that's what I had for you tonight. Love you guys. Let's go out, and that's win. Amen. You're dismissed.